Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Inspiring Brains Podcast with Nick Thielen. Very happy to have you listening today, um, and uh, excited to be back doing the podcast. I know I haven't been delivering as many episodes as I said I would, um, but I've been doing a lot of things in terms of web design and just performing a lot of stand-up, so that's been just trying to find a balance in terms of what I want to do. But uh, I'm excited to have you here for episode 16, and uh, my my goal is really to bring you uh, some really high quality guests and uh, good recordings of my podcast. So I'm hoping to do that and bring you some good content. Uh, today's episode is going to be uh, the first part of a two part episode, which I'm going to be dropping back to back. It's with my good friends from Lethbridge. Uh, Randy Webb, Eden Rodriguez, and Angus Fraser. I spoke to them about uh, two months ago when I was in Lethbridge um, visiting some family. So we had a great chat and I figured it was uh, better just to leave it mostly natural so you guys can get a sense of how much we joke around. They're a blast to hang out with. These, hang out with. Uh, these guys are awesome. Um, if you want to check out more of their stand-up, uh, you can check out Randy Webb. Uh, he's got a Facebook page. Uh, Eden Rodriguez also does photography, so you can check out his photography. And Angus Fraser comedy for uh, Angus Fraser. Uh, with that being said, I'm trying to keep these intros shorter. So uh, if you want to check out my upcoming shows, I've posted them all on Nick Teal and Comedy. Uh, the, all the dates for September are there. Uh, it's awesome. i got some cool stuff coming up in the near future, too. So make sure you check that out. And if you want to check out any future episodes or past episodes of of the uh, podcast, I should say, uh, you can go to Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or any of your preferred platforms and listen to those. Um, if you're enjoying these, let me know. And uh, uh, for now, uh, enjoy uh, episode number 16 with my good friends, uh, Randy Eden and Eric from Lethbridge. I'll see you next time. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, be kind to one another and have a good day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Inspiring Brains podcast. I am joined today by my good friends from Lethbridge. I got this is actually the first time I've done a multiple people, multiple person interview for a for the podcast. Thank you, Randy. Thank you for already laughing. So first time we've <laughs> done multiple people too. Yes, yeah. the, uh, this is a good little foursome we got going no, on right now. And the first person to introduce you to the foursome is Randy Webb. Hello, Randy Webb is a comedian. He's been doing comedy for thirteen years, and he's pizza it, delivery extraordinaire. Yes, I am. Uh, oh no, no, not just pizza. I also deliver weed, furniture, yeah. weed, oh. and prostitutes. Apparently, at yes, time. and <laughs> prostitutes from time to time. This is uh, to my left, be Angus Fraser. Hello, he's a four-year veteran of stand-up comedy. Uh, he's also an actor. Recently, yeah. did some. Yeah, uh, I've done. I've shot uh, two movies in the last year. Short okay. films. He's all. Yeah, he, I was gonna say you shot somebody. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> he did Doing play a, a movie, cop. Yeah. I did. I cop. did. I did actually play a cop. 
He's I, I arrested a black man. <laughs> there you go. Well, it, it was run, a, Eden, run! No, no, no. It's so funny how it worked because the script just called for me to walk in, look at him, arrest him, and carry him away. Like, that was it. Like, there was no explanation. There was no context. There was no nothing. And I'm, like, looking at the guy. I'm like, okay, we need to actually build up on this. He's like, why? Because I said, you got some serious Black Lives Matter shit going on right now. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, so, but it, it, it was cool. Like, he, he was pretty flexible. And we were allowed to well, put the handcuffs well, on him. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. well no, I, he was freaking out the entire time because I'm like, okay, put your hands behind your back. And then, and then I'm like cranking his arm like you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And he's going like, oh, my God. Like, like, he's like, this is real. Like, this is how you arrest somebody. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. And then the person you hear there uh, in the center here is Eden Rodriguez. Hey. Hello. He, he's been doing comedy stand-up for four oh, years. Oh, yeah. Also a photographer. You did all our headshots. Yeah, yeah. I did. I mean, yes, photographer. And oh, all of us. <laughs> Boom, headshot. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been doing photography the, stuff no, for a few years now. Not the head I was thinking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and, oh. yeah. So oh. that's it, yeah. Well, and all of us started stand-up. Uh, what kind of into it together. Yeah, oh, you, right. you, you're, you're kind of a veteran, Randy. Well, but I, well he's like I, our I'm, grandfather. <laughs> yes, I can. I'll be honest. I think literally, I was the. F- there was me and two other guys in Lethbridge that were actually trying stand up yeah. when I started doing it. There's only two of us, or three of us, all two of us when I started trying. And the other guy, I don't, I don't even know what happened to him. He's just kind of vanished off the face of the earth. Is that yeah. uh, Gunderson? No, it wasn't Gunderson. There was wow. another guy actually who he was doing stand up with me. At the same yeah. time, but he's, I think his name was Darren, and I can't, I don't know what happened to him. Oh, well. Yeah, but for all I know, he's off somewhere in Toronto. What happened, Darren? Yeah, well, that's an idea. That's for another episode. Yeah. Well, and that's what I wonder, too, is like, because I, I come back to Lethbridge now, and uh, the, outside of, like, you guys, who have also been on an episode of Shed Talks. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Actually, by the time this comes out, uh, I'll have, like... 13 or 14 episodes out which is like double what I had what we had for Shed Talk so we're getting real good progress there we right go. now progress. there we go you know progress for a guy with canes isn't yes. isn't isn't uh doesn't come very often. So moving forward. Working. Moving, moving forward. Forward, <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving forward in a zigzag slow. direction. Zigzag <laughs> pattern. There Just we go. Think you're safe from the crowd. I mean, it was a shaky start, but you, you're getting there. <laughs> you're getting there. But what I was going to say is that... <laughs> Sorry, I had an opening. I took it. <laughs> oh, jeez. The oh three God. of you and uh, and uh, John Pogo, who runs the club Good, good, time, good Times in, yep. in Lethbridge, mm-hmm. the new club there, is really the only guys that I... Still, and I mean, I I know that uh, uh, so I think I believe Solly's still doing comedy. Yep, Solly's so still doing it. Yeah. Um, Brett uh, Hutchinson's still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do it very often anymore. He's more because he's got his other. Well, job he's and, moved and yeah. Well, I don't know if there's a lot of comedy in Waterton or Fernie. Yeah, uh, Fernie's where no, I don't at. think so. Um, yeah. But uh, Connor Christmas is still doing it. He's yeah. in Calgary yeah. now, though. Calgary, yeah. yeah. He's doing really well up in Calgary. Well, yeah, I've been to BC a little bit. And as far as, like, BC, I think Co- you have Kelowna that has a scene. And then there's, like, um, you know, you get to Vancouver and Victoria where you got oh, it's the other scenes, scenes there. But you, there. you got a lot of space. Yeah. You got a lot of traveling to do between shows. Yeah. But an interesting thing I want to ask all of you about... Um, well, maybe I'll individually at first, uh, and I'll let you finish, Yanni. Thank Just, you. <laughs> that, that's fine. We actually uh, we're getting a little bit of a late start here, but it's fine. I'm just happy to have you guys on the show, to be honest. Um, 
course, I want to ask you, like, Randy, you've been doing this for, like, 13 years. So yes. what for, you know, having done this for 13 years, what keeps you coming back to stand-up and doing it for this long? Um, I, I just, I don't want to do a real job. <laughs> That's I'm right. too lazy to we'll do get anything the, oh, yeah. real. I, I'm too lazy to do so anything So much honesty. Like, an hour voice. a night is good. You know, <laughs> an hour, three hours a weekend, pfft. That's awesome. Like, yeah. unless I have, if I have to do two shows, then like four or five hours in a weekend, that's pushing it. But uh, no, I, honestly, I think it's literally just my love of the, uh, love of the art, and it is an art form. I am a firm mm-hmm. believer in that. Um, it is, and the fact that I can make people laugh, and you know, I, that's the serious end of it. But like I said, I'm just flat out lazy. I, I don't want to do anything real. I, I can I can stand on stage and sometimes I don't even stand. Sometimes I'll sit on stage for an hour and make uh, between uh, 20 minutes and, and an hour and make people laugh and I yeah. get paid for it I mean shit I'm gonna do that that's a pretty yeah I mean yeah and uh, how, how, how is it now for you I mean, haven't done it for that long or you've noticed like are you getting some more paid gigs or well I, I do know I am getting a few more pay, I am getting more paid gigs nice. I mean as much as I love the city of Lethbridge it's Lethbridge hook a brother up Randy I'm just kidding I'm yeah just kidding. sure of course I'll split half of what I make <laughs> it's just like Twenty five dollars for gas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Lucky if I get gas most days. Uh, no. Um, well, let's be honest. You always have gas. I've had gas three times since I came in. Oh, that's what that is. That's what that is. Okay. <laughs> You're wondering why the paint is peeling. Jeez, like, um, <laughs> this flesh starts melting off of you. It's face. like an episode of Stranger Things. It starts peeling. Something's coming. Freaking. Hey, yeah. no spoilers. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, there you, you go. Know, oh, I have a season, right? Where's his? Like, <laughs> It's a great. Oh, get out of here, guys! Are you serious? <laughs> oh, oh, my. So much, so much free time, and you're yeah. not investing that time wisely. So for you, you, it's it's a lot of just making people laugh. And yeah, I, I do enjoy making people laugh. It's my that's what I like to do. I actually really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I get to meet a lot of people doing this, and the more people I meet, the better. You know, it's just nice to spread that out there and get out there. And, just make people laugh and meet people and I just enjoy it it's also nice that I, I do enjoy I mean I don't do a lot of it but I do get to travel a little bit doing this and I actually really enjoy doing that so it's That's a lot good. of fun and working my way around the table here we were mentioning Stranger Things earlier which is a nice transition into the, a fact I wanted to throw out there which is the fact that Stranger Things <laughs> season 3 just came out on Netflix and by just I mean we are recording this on July 4th and uh, yeah. it just came out like what ten hours ago, and my yeah, friend like Eden Rodriguez, one of the best dads in the world, thank you, has already uh, binge watched <laughs> the entire show with his yep. kids. That was the plan of the day. He's like, Dad, what we're we gonna do? You're gonna sit down there. I'm gonna watch this. I don't care how scared you are. You're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's pretty intense. And then I'm gonna go out at night and leave you alone. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like, guys, I'll be back. Yeah, and I just. Yeah, so you, we just watch it. So yeah, I have three kids that live with me. Three three kids that I know that are mine. <laughs> so let's not dig into that. And uh, oh, no, no, less. No, no, let's not. No. <laughs> but okay, so uh, first, I'll, I will ask you the same question I asked Randy. But first of all, uh, from Stranger Things season three, is there any comedy from that that you feel like, oh, that was a good thing, or that was funny, or that was scary? Maybe I'll. Uh, figure out a way to work something like that into my act. I don't know. Like, my 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 brain works. <laughs> in a, it works uh, in a different way or perspective when I see certain things. Oh yeah. Um, look, 
when before I came to Canada, I had this girlfriend. Yeah. And we went to watch uh, Saw Five or Four, one of the Saw movies. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to answer the question. No, I've never heard <laughs> so, of so, we're, no, no, no. So, so we're there watching this movie, right? We watched the movie, you know, this torture porn, <laughs> and um, we came out of the movie, and my this girlfriend at the moment, she just looks at me, and she's just like giving me this really weird look. I'm like, are you okay? Are you, are you scared or something? And she's like, you know, everyone was terrified and scared of what we watched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? She's like... You were laughing. <laughs> I'm like, oh no! I was like, darn it, they saw it, you know. And, and I moved to Canada eventually. I, so when I see tragedy or things that you shouldn't laugh about it, yeah. and that's and that's one of the reasons why I started doing comedies because my life was really chaotic at the moment. Yeah. Uh, to the point that I I was really considering killing myself. Yeah. Uh, and and. And then you guys remember John, John uh, Grant. Yeah. And um, love the guy. Yeah, we love John. And, and John actually, before all this happened, John said to me, "Why don't you try comedy?" But at the moment, I just didn't think about it. Yeah. But when he, when my life got really, really dark at that moment, he just popped in my head to do it. And I call him and he says, "Yeah, drop by." That was at the Owl, mm -hmm. and that's when I went to the first open mic. I don't remember what I said or anything. I just remember. Oh. yeah, I don't remember. I remember to tell you one of the first jokes I ever heard you say, and this is this is a well, this isn't necessarily a clean podcast, so feel free to swear. Yeah, oh, no, fuck fuck but one of the first jokes I ever heard you. Uh, Tell on stage, and I was like, "Well, that's uh, something I wouldn't have brought up right away." Is hey, I'm Eden, and like, it was a basically like I like putting like babies in microwaves. In microwaves, <laughs> yeah, right. So, and that's that's how things evolved. That when I started doing it, like the first few times, I did like and personal anecdotes and stories that I had. Yeah, but then I thought maybe I should talk about the things that as you just mentioned people might not say yeah. but not with the because people you hear comedians and say oh it's like offending people yeah and that's not my point yeah. my point is just to challenge people to face reality right because people say oh we live in times where people get offended for everything oh, yeah. well yeah but a lot of that getting offended comes from not understanding things or approaching things in a very immature way right so the reason why I started doing all those kinds of jokes based on true stories, most of the things I talk right. about, they come from true stories, including all the suicide jokes I have, all the murder ones I have, or microwaving babies that happen in the U.S., and that's for but, real. Yeah, but... But so that was my intent, just to challenge people to laugh at things that they probably shouldn't laugh about. Right. And actually, the last one of the last two shows I did in Mason had, mm -hmm. a girl came to me and said, like, you know what? Everything you just said, I shouldn't laugh about it. There's nothing funny about it. Yeah. Just, for I laugh about it. But, like, at, like the, yeah. at, the, at the same time as you say that, you know, there are, even if, you know, though, even if you, whether or not those are your ideas or you just have some mm -hmm. weird ideas that you want to put out on stage, yeah. you look at a guy like Sam Walker out of Calgary. Sam mm -hmm. Walker is, like, signed to Yuck Yucks, and he's yep. doing amazing. He's... He's he's got uh, he's got great gigs happening all over the place and yeah. he's he's getting paid and one of it, he uses a character to get away with a lot of his jokes yeah. but you know it it definitely is possible to oh, yeah. bring crude content or you look like 
you see Anthony Jocelyn like, yeah, it just it just it, it was one of the the first times I did comedy with the owl I had one of my uh, killing kids joke or something like that yeah and um, and a guy so the joke went well yeah people laughed yeah but then I don't remember who the guy was but he made an abortion joke something kind of similar and people didn't like it at all oh. so wow so I was like, oh, so it's not so much what you say, but it's how you say it, right? And even yeah. uh, Jason Fredrickson, how do you pronounce his freaking name? Jason Fredrickson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, yes. when, I, when I was going to Calgary, sorry, when I was going to Calgary um, at the end of a, uh, of a show there at the casino, he said, like, you know, I can never say what you say, dude. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what's about you that people do laugh, because if I go and say it, yeah, I will get in so much trouble. I'm like, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. You, the thing is, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it like the entire time. And people, oh yeah, are, you're just yeah. gonna convince people because people can get like offended by a joke. But I think at some point the offending stops and the okay, this is a comedy yeah. show. I can. Laugh, and, and, and you need to be out. able to to help them differentiate those two because yeah. I know people that just come there just to say things to offend and they take pride on that. Pri- mm-hmm. uh, pride on that. Yeah. Fine, mm-hmm. but do you challenge the audience? Yeah. Did, uh, did you change their opinion on th- on things? Yeah. And to me, that has a bigger, deeper meaning than just getting up there just to talk crap. Yeah. Right. Just well, look at it from the point of view of the fact is that as comics, and I've said this many, many times before, it's our job to, again, it's our job to find the most horrible things in this world and make people laugh about them. Yeah. You know, find things like that. The first time um, there's a joke out there that I used, and it's um, it was Jason Aldean, uh, twenty thousand country singer. The country singer, yeah. yeah. A lucky twenty thousand people. A lucky twenty thousand people got to see Jason Aldean in concert live in Las Vegas, and a lucky fifty three got to see Tom Petty the next night. That's a good one. No, oh. <laughs> he's getting it. He's getting yeah, the yeah, picture. He's like, because again, someone's like, and because I was asked about, I was asked about that, and it's oh, like, well, listen, like, aren't you afraid you're going to offend somebody? Yeah. And I said, well, let's get something straight here. I'm what I, I, I don't care if I offend somebody. The plain and simple matter of it is, is what I'm doing is I'm taking something where somebody did an unspeakable act of evil and right. horror mm-hmm. and terror, yeah. and I'm taking and he did that because he wanted to feel powerful. Right. Now, by making people laugh about it, yeah. I'm taking away his power. Right. I, and, I will not, and that's you can't let that happen. Right. And before we get it too far, and I'd love to talk more about this, but before I do that, you know, I'm going to bring in Angus Fraser a little bit here. He's been doing stand-up for four years, and as I mentioned, he's been doing some acting as well of recently. But uh, just as far as comedy goes for you, what is it that's been keeping you going for the last four years and wanting to come back to the stage? Oh, man. Um... Yeah, I mean, my answer is going to be the same as Randy and Eden here. Very it's basically because the, there is a thrill, there is a rush to making people laugh, and it's and it, to, to be honest, it's I can't sing, I can't dance, I don't really have many talents, but for some reason, like comedy seems to be something I'm I'm somewhat decent good at. I can make people laugh. Yeah. Um, and we were, we were just talking about. I don't know if you if you want to meet a put you in that box per se but we're talking about uh sort of a, a character or, or an act mm. and you have a an irish heritage uh, is, is irish correct? irish scottish yeah somewhat so, so you bring like you, you talk a little bit about what you do on stage okay sort of so um I, I wear a kilt that's kind of my stick i guess 
Um, something that I absolutely love doing. It, it is totally fun to judge. And it, basically, it started out as a dare. So what ended up happening was I had, I had bought a kilt because I went to see a concert. It was a band called Real Mackenzie's. They're Scottish, um, Scottish punk band. So I had bought a kilt for their concert. I had made a comment on it on Facebook. And then James Stushinoff comes in and he says, I dare you to wear that the next time you're on stage. And I was like, well, fuck yeah. yeah. I'm going to wear it on stage. I had so much fun. I, yeah. had, I had a lot of fun doing it. And, and so I just kind of I, I kind of decided that it was going to be a regular part of my act. And, and of course, at the time when I first started wearing it, it was just a plain black utility kilt. Yeah. And now I actually have a few different ones that I wear. They're colorful and it's yeah. fun. And it's, and that's the fun. The fun thing about comedy is that you can do stuff like that. Yeah. And, and some people, you're going to get the people that are like, oh, well, why are you doing that? And then you're going to get the people that are like, dude, I can't believe you're doing this. This is so fun. And it, it's conversation starter after the show because it's, you know, it meets so many people who are, um, have that Scottish or Irish heritage or even have other cultural heritages. Well, I wish I could do that. I wish I could. And it's like, dude, just do it. Yeah. Like that's all you got to do. Is it, is it fun? Is it something you want to do? Just do it. There are going to be the naysayers that are like judging you for it. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be all those other people that are like, I can't believe you're doing this. So cool. Yeah. And interesting you mentioned uh, James Tushinov. Uh, when he was doing comedy a lot, um, one of the things he did is he reached out to, uh, you know, uh, pro comics and he would uh, send them one of his sets and get feedback, those sorts of things. And uh, he had a phone conversation for about an hour with uh, the late, great Mike McDonald. And, yep. uh, and one of the things that James told me from that conversation, which is really that stuck out with, with me personally is that I guess Mike told him if and I, I guess it's different for everybody but he said if you're swearing in your act just to get a laugh because of dropping an F-bomb mm-hmm. or you know swearing if that's where you're getting your laugh then you should consider you know reconstructing your joke or figuring out another way to get an, get a laugh because you know no. somebody getting up on stage and swearing 50 times isn't necessarily going to be funny but that's yeah. true. You know, like growing up with, because someone brought this point no long ago, growing up with my parents, you know, were Mormons, and we never used bad words, right? Okay. So, we used to watch comedy, or like Mexican comedy back okay. home, right? And most of them used, uh, you okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Suppressing a yawn. Oh, okay. Thank you, right? <laughs> uh, and, yeah. uh, and a lot of them used a lot of bad words. Right. Spanish has... An amazing array of bad words. It's just <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And sadly, I don't use them, right? Yeah. But yeah, thank you, Randy. You're welcome. Um, and one of the reasons why, Gringo? for example, in, in comedy, I had never <laughs> dropped an f bomb. In comedy, I had never done it. Yeah. In all these years, I had never done it. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is because I remember my dad saying, "Like you know, you have all these comedians." He says, but if you pay attention. They use bad words all the time, and they yeah. get a laugh out of it. Yeah. And he says, the moment you don't use, and and, it, and everyone can use them. That's fine. Right. right? Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying what my, my dad uh, said decades ago, and this is like 20 years ago. He says, right. He says, when you don't use those words, you're challenging challenging yourself to find a different way to convey a complex idea. Right. And he was right because I see you know comedy and everything, and I see a lot of people, or special especially. People use a lot of bad words. It's fine. It's their style, right? But if you remove some of them, it changes a lot. Right. You need to modify the joke a ton to make it work, right? Yeah. So 
this is one of my first comedy lessons, and it came from my dad, and it was find a way to structure your your joke so you don't have to use those words, you know? And, and I follow that until now. Right. So, yeah, it's just, but that's just me. So, and it, like, you're talking about that, and, and sort of leads into another question I asked before, is like, what... Because I'm interested to see, first of all, like who are some of the people uh, that you're, you see as um, inspirations for you in your stand-up. Uh, huh. First, I want to see, is there, is there like a, a Canadian or American favorite? And then is there a Mexican uh, that's, a, that's a good question, love? yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I'll, I'll finish, I'll, I'll let you answer that, and then I'll ask another question. Anyway. And then after that, you guys can also join in. See, from, from North, so, North, North America, let's talk Canada and the U.S. Um, yeah. You know, probably the one that motivated me the, the most at the very beginning when I decided to do this was, like, Doug Stanhope. Yeah. He really, because I was like, oh, I can say that. I can say that. Like, oh, I can... Because at the moment, you know, the, all I knew about comedy was like family-oriented, family-friendly right. stuff, right? Yeah. But I, I don't even remember how I came across Doug, and I actually met him a few months, like last year. When, when he was in Calgary. In Calgary, yeah, yeah. I met him there. Um, and I was like, hey, those are the kind of things I joke about and think about. Yeah. So that gave me an, an escape to, you know, to say the things that... Right. Because if you guys seen the photos I made... Some, you know, because I work with models and things like that. Yeah. Some are, you know, sexy stuff, boudoir, whatever, editorial. Yeah. But I also have the creative side that I do, like, very graphic stuff. Yeah, some, some graphic stuff, but then, like, Star Wars theme. Yeah, or, exactly, or movie right? theme. That right. was my, out, my, my outlet. Right. So, comedy has become that outlet to say those dark things that I right. think about or, or joke about, yeah. right? Jesselnik uh, is one, another one. I yeah. also saw him a few months ago. And... I know we were talking about the. I'm gonna say it, the, the the rape joke thing. Oh, that but Justin Nick did that on his special. One of his, his last joke on his last special. Oh yeah, the, was and, basically a a huge bit about yeah, abortion. Yeah, and, and and fun fact, the live show I, when he recorded that in yeah. Calgary. Well, he didn't record in Calgary. No. But it was the same show in Calgary. Yeah, I can't remember the name. He of switched special, yeah. the ending yeah. in the one that is on Netflix. And the way he did it in Calgary was way better. The, so when I watched it, I was like, oh, he switched the, yeah. the punchline that he Fire had. Fire in the maternity ward. That one is, yeah. Okay, so I was going to tell you this story quickly. Go ahead, yeah. So absolutely. we went, me and a friend went to see David Cross okay. in Calgary. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. David Cross is really political, political right. and absolutely. he's really outspoken, right? Yeah. We sit down kind of, kind of close to the stage. And like three, four rows in front of us... There's a mom, oh, sorry, I, I won't say if it's a mom, but it was a female adult, a female, uh, sorry, a male adult, in between them, there was a young girl. Okay. And I'm talking- How young are we talking here? That is the point, <laughs> that I don't know how young this girl was, but he, she looks young. Midget? I'm not, sorry? Midget? No, 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 no. like, okay. like 10, I'm talking 12. like, 15, 16 year old. Her face looked really oh, young. And I was just like, not fuck her up. No, it's going with Cross, David Cross. Yeah, oh, so, David Cross, yeah. yeah so my, my friend and I were like, I think that girl is, it cannot be 18, dude. That, that's yeah. a young girl. <laughs> yeah. And we were really like, because we know David Cross, the, the things he says, right? Yeah. So, David Cross goes on stage and he starts talking about all the stupid stuff he says and it's great, everyone's laughing. But some of them, some of those things are really graphic. 
and and I was looking the at parents get co- mad. and she's laughing her ass off. She's just laughing and laughing and laughing. Yeah, that's amazing. But we're like, how does she know about these things, right? But then David Cross has this long bit about getting raped. Okay, and he's it's talking about going to jail and getting raped. And then okay. his punchline says is that he goes home and he has uh, a shower rape shower something like that that's the punchline whatever and i just when he says that i just look mm. straight to these yeah people and the girl just goes <laughs> she's just laughing she doesn't understand no she she's laughing about the punchline, which is oh. about rape yeah right yeah and i just look at my friend like what's going on yeah right that's not the point no yeah then He's talking about some uh, about Donald Trump and Hellboy, something like that, and he's and he talks about Ron Perlman, okay, and his and his uh, punchline is about Ron Perlman, and everyone laughs, and again I look at this person, this girl, and she just goes, yeah, <laughs> she asks who's Ron Perlman. Like, what is going on in this household that she doesn't know who Hellboy and Ron Perlman is? But she knows what Ron, rape like is. Like Ron Perlman's like still relevant. Like, it's okay, relevant. Like you talk about like Hellboy. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, but sure. But it's just on Sons of Anarchy. Like that I know is he's relevant. He's done. So he's been in every other geek movie. I know that's come out. Like he like, pops up and he's like that yeah. face. You're like, hey, it's Ron. It's Ron Perlman. Hey, it's Ron Perlman. Hey, you know, it's kind but of. But like this girl that. didn't laugh at all. She was yeah. confused by the joke. She's like. Yeah. So you're telling me that you know what a rape shower is, <laughs> but you do not know who Ron Perlman is. Uh, I, I was going, I was like, it, yeah, till this day, it yeah. haunts me. That was like two years <laughs> I ago. Think I, I, I think it was, like, it was so funny. I was, like, I think it was like in my 20s or something like uh-huh. that. I know I wasn't quite driving yet. I got my license. Uh, I think it was like 23 when I got my finally got my driver's license. But anyways, we were... Driving, my mom picks me up and we're driving, and she stops and she looks at me. By the way, no shame in like 23 years old because I got my yeah, license yeah. around the same time. Yeah, but so. she goes, oh, really? she goes, she goes, Gus, what's a rainbow party? And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck are you talking about? We're like what? <laughs> and she goes, I want to know if you know what it means. And I'm like, I I don't know what it means. I'm not sure. I wondered, and she explained it to me. Which, by the way, that's not something you want to learn from your mom. Just tossing this out here, but I'm gonna, <laughs> for your for your listeners, yeah. Uh, rainbow party is when a if anybody doesn't know, it's when a girl puts on or you're in a party. It's one guy, it's several girls. Each has a different shade of lipstick, and they each oh take turns oh. <laughs> blowing you. And apparently, on your dick, you have like different colors, like a rainbow. It's a rainbow party. Now, <laughs> by the way, it's Neek's birthday. Happy birthday, Neek! Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Rainbow yeah. party tonight, boys. Woo! Woo! Oh, yeah. oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, not again. But, oh, pride money still over? Uh, all right. One for the team, Randy. One, One for the, the team. team. Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes to get happy. But anyways, I was like, where the fuck? Like, first of all, I was appalled that my mom's talking to me about this. But then I'm like, where did yeah. you learn about this? And she's like, um, my friend's eight-year-old daughter, which is horrid. Says, that's absolutely horrid, but it, it's the internet, and, and it's TV, and it's movies, and it's everything. I'm like, there's no parental lock on Netflix, or it's not. You know, what? Netflix? so there is. Yeah. Okay, 
Oh, there is, though. Yes, there is. <laughs> okay, okay. Way to be an active parent, dude. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, she knows how to work the remote. She can just as easily find my yeah. Netflix, which has no parental lock. She can watch all the BoJack Horseman she wants. Actually, now, here, here's the thing. My sleep aid sometimes is South Park. Okay, and yes. and that's what I'll do. I have Crave at home. If I'm crashing on the couch, I, you know, I'll throw on South Park, and it'll just be South Park. Yeah. So I fell asleep the other night. It was like five in the morning. I couldn't sleep. Okay, we're gonna throw on some South Park. Eventually, I passed out. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the problem. My daughter snuck upstairs, and usually I hear her, and I turn it off quickly. But she was like crashing on the couch, watching South Park with me, like parent of the year. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and, and it was literally one of those, I'm waking up and I'm like half asleep and I perk up and I'm looking at my phone and I'm watching. I didn't notice that she was on the other couch. And then I'll, and, and like she had snuck, sunk into the couch, like I couldn't see her. And I hear this sweet little, hi daddy. It's like, ah! <laughs> reaching for the remote turn it off turn it off turn it off and of course it's not turning it off right away and like uh, Cartman's telling his teacher to fuck off or something like that I'm like oh my god oh my god oh Dude, my. that happened to me with my daughter Luna and she is yeah Luna's six. a little, little Luna's yeah Luna's like me <laughs> right but the thing it was in South Park it was a documentary about Ed Kemper oh, oh god yeah. really oh. so and, and I fell asleep while watching it and she came when I fell asleep, and she's just like, oh! no, no, Lu- Yeah, so that was... Is Luna the one that dressed up as Negan for Comic-Con? Yep, that's <laughs> one, yeah. <laughs> okay, you want to know what's creepy? Is this his little girl, uh, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, Negan is a character, you know the character, but if you don't know the character, he's got a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Now... Named Lucille. Named Lucille. Now, Eaton gets one of these, He, and what he does is he drenches it in chocolate syrups because it right. looks like dried blood well here's the added bonus it's chocolate it's chocolate so literally you got this little girl walking around comic con with what looks like a bloody bat and licking it the whole way like, like this and i'm i'm taking and they didn't come with, with, with that guys. idea either Pardon? so she all three so she dressed up with her oh yeah, yeah they, we dressed well, her up as negan yeah. well there was that yeah. one here yeah it was a few years ago yeah <laughs> now it was like a plastic bag. It yeah, it's a plastic bag, and the barbed wire is plastic barbed wire. And then we had the, because you know I do all this photography yeah. stuff, and I do yeah, you make it bag. look so real. So right? I make it look real, right? Mm. So I said like we just want to pour it. my recipe for fake blood is chocolate syrup and a squeak. Don't give away the secret. No, I want people to use it. It's, 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 it's because chocolate syrup. He's not a magician, yeah. dude. He's not a magician, and and uh, bl- um, free color and red one. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So I said, like, I just want to pour it on, on the baseball bat, and you just want to walk around it, and it looks like you have blood. Yeah. But she's fine. No, she was four at the yeah. moment when we did it. Yeah. She's four. Yeah. And it was the weirdest thing, because you literally say, oh, look, how cute. And she just, mm-hmm. she so like, as soon as I pour it, she just went, yeah. and everyone just went, like, what the? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I could just actually miss literally hear people, people going, is she licking the back? Yeah, <laughs> and the thing is that that was when the Walking Dead that season with Negan was yeah, booming. Yeah, was the big thing. Yeah. So it, there was so many people, adults dressed as Negan, mm-hmm. but suddenly you see this uh, four feet tall little Negan, a girl. Yeah, and, start- and everyone is freaking because <laughs> she looks so vicious. Yeah, well, even guys that were like, they were like, whoa. She actually, we in we dressed her up when. Um, Simon from The Walking Dead. Oh, what's his yeah. name? He's Canadian. Uh, what's his name? 
Oh. Chen. Uh, no, 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 no. He was in in, in GTA Five too. Uh, Trevor. Uh, uh, what's his name? The Canadian guy. Oh, no, oh, K. Trev. Well, no. no. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking Norman, Norman Reedus keeps popping. No, it's not Norman Reedus. No, 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 no. But whatever. But it's the Simon in The Walking Dead. Okay. He's always with Negan. Yeah. So he he was there signing autographs, mm-hmm. and we took Luna to see him, and so finally the, the people that are talking with him they move away, and he just looks straight at Luna, and he just went. <laughs> he couldn't. His brain just went like, what is this? <laughs> and we just like grabbed Luna like, here. Because <laughs> she's a baby. She's four or five years old. And this guy's like, how Like, he couldn't say anything. It was amazing. That's like comedy goal, right? That she oh, that's it was, Yeah, it was great. It's like, your kid aside, there was some great comedy that came out of oh, The say. Walking Dead. As I, oh. there, there was um, packaged beef. That had Glenn's face on it that was coming up yeah, um, yeah. after they killed Glenn off. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's why I got Glenn stuck in my hand. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, so. It was like Glenn Burgers or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, it's hilarious. I don't oh, know. It was if hilarious. You really, and, <laughs> so, you, who would you say is your inspiration in terms of stand up? Oh, do my you God. Any, um, or? You know, it's so funny. It's like, I, I can't get into detail about what I do in my professional life outside of comedy, but for the longest time, it was so boring. Mm. And and because <coughs> because there was a lot that it, it, there was a lot of space, so I just listened to comedy. Yeah. And I'd have to work. So at three o'clock in the morning, I'm listening to Brian Poussain. Yeah. I'm listening to Patton Oswalt. I'm listening to Robin Williams, and I'm listening to some of the cleaning comics too. So if you want, um, my my three favorite dirty comics would be Brian Poussain. No, but not they're not always Brian dirty, Poussain but, isn't. But but they they do they can be dirty if they want to be. Stephen Ogg, by the way, that guy, the guy, the guy from the Walking Negan Dead. On the yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah. No, no, he's no Negan, no. No, he's no Negan. He's Simon. Sorry, Simon. His left hand, his right hand, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to clear up things on the podcast <laughs> here, and I messed it up. Wait, Darn it. it up, dude. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> how about for you, Randy? Who who is some uh, of your... my inspirations? Uh, the people I look up to, it's got to go with the class. Or even mentors, if you have anybody. Well, mentors, mentors. I, it has to be Mike Danbra and Stephanie Foley. Yeah, well, if, yeah no, if we're talking mentors, yeah. Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steph. Yeah. Steph. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I look up to anyone, Mike McDonald was one of them. John Wing, he's another Canadian comic. Yeah. He's, He's, huge, he's brilliantly funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually made it to the semifinals. America's Got Talent this year. Um, Greg Morton, another last Canadian year. Com- that would be right. Uh, no, this was in 2014. Oh, okay. Greg Morton, who's a Canadian comic, who I I know him as well. He just did yeah. AGT, and he actually got through to the next round. Yes. Yeah. So Ryan Emailer. Yeah. So oh. you gotta check out because he does Star Wars in five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. I also think that we gotta give a shout out to Daryl Mack and James Moore. James Moore for sure. Daryl Mack's a bit of a yeah. James Moore runs yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the longest running open mics in uh, Western Canada. Yeah. Comedy Monday night. Oh yeah. really? Fifteen so. years now. Oh, wow. Fifteen years. Is it fifteen years or twenty? Twenty years. I'm not exactly sure on the date. I just know yeah. that it was. But really I mean, I mean, Comedy Monday is just phenomenal. Yeah. At yeah. Broken City in Calgary. Yeah, I, I, I've never had a bad show. I call yeah. me Monday. And mm-hmm. so, interestingly, I wanted to get uh, your th- all three of your thoughts on this. What What is it like, um, and each of you can maybe talk about this individually, uh, being 
being a parent, being a dad, and does that affect your stand-up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> does it does it affect how oh, your your writing process, for example, or does it affect the things you say around I, your kids? I got I got to be. And honest. Does it affect what you bring to the stage? I I got to be honest. A lot of my material is about my family. Yeah. I've got a couple of jokes about my mom, a couple of jokes about, but, but most of my material now is about my wife and my daughter because, holy shit, <laughs> I just, I'm like, yes, she grows up, like, she, she grows and changes in the things that she says and does. was absolutely, and the, the best part about it, she found out I talked about her on stage, she was mm. mad at me. She's uh. five, and she was just mad that I would be sharing stuff about her on stage. You want to see his? Vein pop out only 13 more years till she's 18. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have one nut left, Randy. Do you want to lose it tonight? Keep talking. The whole vein just pops. But interestingly, though, all three of you have kids in yeah. different age ranges, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I don't know. With, with my you're, for you're, example, you're me st- starting to do comedy right. was kind of to ease the pain of not being able to see my children right. because yeah. I wasn't allowed to see them when all my divorce went down the, the right uh, was going through right. um, but once I had I got them back um, I'm, I'm pretty open with them right about like mature topics right because I don't want them to be scared I, I for example because in my in my personal opinion on what happened with me my parents sheltered me a lot from a lot of things yeah. that I wish my parents would have told me before I found out about them yeah right no because there was nothing wrong about it. It was just life. Yeah. So, same things I say on stage uh, that I joke about. But there's certain topics that I talk to my kids that are serious topics. Uh, life and death is one of them. That's one of the most important. It's yeah. like, you don't have to be afraid of it. Because my daughter is like, well, what if you die? It's like, I die and that's it, you know? Right. Um, so obviously I bring it with humor, bring it up with humor. And actually, now that we're, we're here at the university, really close to the bus stop, I have a, a uh, thought about it. So okay. we used to live really Go close ahead. here. Yeah. And my daughter at the moment, she was three, almost four, Luna. <laughs> and uh, we're waiting for the bus. And she, uh, so I, I don't know, we're still talking about me dying, you know, things that you talk about <laughs> with your kids, right? Yeah, just another day. Yeah, no, another, another regular day with Eden. Yeah. So I mentioned, hey, you know, when I die, you guys need to, to bury me uh, in a place that you guys can, uh, you know, can visit. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll bury you in Mexico, they say. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but you cannot visit that frequently, right? Yeah. And then my daughter, Luna, she's three or four at the moment. She's like, oh, I know where we can bury you, Dad. And I'm like, where? Yeah. And she's like, here, at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I start laughing. I'm high, I'm high. <laughs> because I just find hilarious, you know, just to be like, my kid's like, hey, Dad, uh, things are going great. Uh, uh, oh, the bu- we gotta see- we'll see you later, Dad! And it's the bus coming, you know? And my, you see a mount of dirt there, that dead. So, <laughs> it's not what it is there, right? But, well, but right. if you think about it, it's a joke, right? Right. But that is the pain of when someone passes away, mm-hmm. right? You, you see the fun side, I don't want to say the fun side of it, but the but positive and things of it. I've never met you. I was just putting them at the bus stop. No, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, but it's so, it was so funny. I was like, we, uh, my dad passed away about two years ago. We finally right. interred out his ashes last month. Mm-hmm. Now, we explained to my daughter her cremation and all that stuff before, but somehow she forgot. And we're driving past the graveyard, and she says, well, can we go see Papa? Well, Papa's not there yet. 
we're going to be putting him there soon more likely. She goes, well, what do you mean, where is he? I said, well, he's in an urn at Nana's house. She, well, what's an urn? I said, well, when he died, we cremated him, and we, so we burned him, and we, you let Papa on fire? <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. She was mad at me. Like, How could you light him on fire? How could you light him on fire? I'm swelling. He was an asshole. You, you joke <laughs> that you have about the oven, something burned in the oven. No, the bun in the oven. The bun, in the, the bun oven, in the oven. That is one, out of all the comedy I ever heard, that's oh, the yeah. best in that, was, that was absolutely that is hilarious. You, you heard that one, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like... It, that's, I forgot about that one. That one is yeah, one. Yeah, I haven't that heard you is, do bun in the oven for a while. Yeah, actually, I was that is one of Lucy your darkest joke, and best ones. I was, I was talking to Lucy the other day. There's a joke that you've done. I haven't heard you do. It was the spider, the bird spider. Is there a spider? Oh, that's yeah. a classic. Oh, wow, it's classic. So, so what about you with your kids? Yeah, you've got older. Okay, well, and I, I'll be honest. Like kids. my kids are like I was. My kids were in their were teenagers when I started doing stand up. Right. And uh, like here, here's a story where I remember one time because I talk all my daughters, kidding a certain age, and then they have they develop, and right. I had to go bra shopping. Right. And, <laughs> well, yeah, you need a bra, Randy. You're a B, huh? You're just jealous. I am bouncy C. Bouncy C. You're just jealous because my girlfriend likes boobs. <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend. I know. Oh, awesome. You're jealous, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's a joke I make about my daughter taking bra shopping. Well, my daughter, the year she graduated, I'm driving her to school. Yeah. Well, the year she graduated, all of her friends started turning 18. Okay. Halfway driving to school, my daughter looks at me like, and completely indignant, like she's just sitting here reading on the car, and then suddenly she just kind of suddenly she's like, "Wait a minute, Dad, you have to quit comedy." What? Like, where this, like, seriously, like, just out of the blue, we're just yeah. talking about the day, and she just stops. You got to quit coming. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. My friends went out to see your show last night, or went out to see your show last week. And I'm like, okay. Okay, okay no big deal. Well, they came back and they were laughing and laughing at me because they said you were talking about my boobs on stage. Dad, that is not appropriate. I am your daughter. You don't talk about my boobs on stage. Right. And uh, my oldest daughter is a bit of a prude. I'm going to be very upfront about this. Oh, She's wow. a bit of a prude. My youngest daughter, on the other hand, got a really decent sense of humor. My youngest <laughs> daughter... It starts. She's in the thing in the backseat. She starts to bitch at her older sister, right. saying, "Don't you dare tell Dad to quit. This is what he loves doing. Mm -hmm. This is what he does for like. This is his passion. Don't you dare tell him to quit." And and right. I'm just like, "Yeah." And besides, I'm not talking about your boobs. I'm talking about your little sisters. Yeah. At this point, my the, my Kira, my youngest, goes, "Yeah, but wait, what? What? <laughs> what, Dad?" <laughs> I'm just like, then okay. she gets all mad. Eh? Well, she she doesn't actually get mad. She's, oh yeah. She does her best to mess with my, my young, my girls, both of my girls have come to my shows. Right, and that's um, good. Which has been interesting. Interesting. Well, they like it? Um, Jamie or is... Or is like a weird word to Like use. is a weird word. Jamie said the jokes would have been funny if they hadn't been coming from me. Okay. Because my sometimes my humor is a little off-putting, sometimes a little too personal, a little bit too. I could I could see that. Yeah, I, and I can. No, see well, no, no, that that it would be funnier coming from someone else. Like I can see that. Like, yeah, you're, you're her dad. You yeah, know? yeah. Because I have a joke where I talk about going to a sex club party. Right. And my daughter's like, anybody else listening to anybody else, that joke would have been hilarious. But dad, I don't want to hear that stuff about you. 